Welcome guys, welcome to LesPod. I'm Alex, and on today's show I've got Citizen Jane, DJ Citizen Jane. Alright, help me welcome. Woo! <laughs> Super happy to have her on the show. Um, and Thank you for being a part of this, you know? And really by the happy. way, I sprayed her off with Lysol. I just took off my mask. You guys can hear me, but I just sprayed her off a little bit with Lysol and poured some Clorox. I don't know. We're good. We're good. <laughs> we're, uh, we're good. I'm trying to keep six feet of apart. Um, well, thanks for coming on the show, man. I'm super great excited to, to be on here. I mean, great to have so tell me what's going on. I'm I'm seeing so much going on with your life, from releasing a song, releasing, um, doing doing collaborations. I'm super excited to hear what's going on in quarantine. You know what you've been doing to keep yourself busy. Tell me about well, that. I've been working on my EP, which uh, is coming out very soon. It's a separate uh, project that I'm doing. It's a duet with a very known artist in Los Angeles, another female lesbian powerhouse. And um, awesome. it's we're working remotely. We've been working during quarantine. I mean, her and her studio, me and my studio at home, and just, you know, sending each other beats and loops and lyrics. And it's coming along and should be ready within the next couple of months. We should have it. At least six songs already done. No way. Six so, songs. Yes. And I'm going to be going to LA once we're able to travel and stuff like that. I'm trying to stay safe, but once we're able to travel, probably by August to record the music video in Los Angeles. And uh, that should be really cool. That's awesome. So it's a great surprise coming along. Also, awesome. um, as you guys heard, I released Like Her. Yes, Like Her. Right before Woo! the quarantine. So, I mean, we're going to be re releasing it again since the quarantine kind of like. This whole COVID thing took a little bit of a wave over it. Yeah. You know, we're gonna release it again and get more attention on it. Uh, we did the music video for it. The song delivers a very impacting message. I mean, it's whatever you wanna feel it is, but it's a message talking about drugs and the impact that drugs have on people's lives and whether it's your relationship, whether it's your job, whether it's your own health. I mean, a lot of people die every day over drug overdoses and stuff like that. Drugs are bad, people. Let's face it, they're bad. Yeah, they're bad. I, I don't endorse them. Like them. Well, they're bad, all right? We'll keep it real. I'm a pretty clean. Uh, I know I'm in the music world and the DJ world. Uh, people always tell me, "Oh, you play sober." I'm like, absolutely. Like I, I don't do any drugs. Um, so I try to actually DJ completely, like not even having a drink. Every once in a while, people will buy me a shot, tequila, which is my choice, or a margarita, and you know, and I'll take it. I mean, it's fine, but you know, I have my limits. I. I don't really like to drink when I'm DJing. I like to stay straight and like, I just enjoy the music. The music is my high. Love so it. that's all I need. I love it. So. I am, um, and I can totally relate to the whole drug addiction thing. Um, I personally struggled with drug addiction and you know, I'm 35 and I've dabbled and I've had my share of experiences and it's, um, this song really resonated with me. You know, it's a powerful song. It's, a, it's, a, it's an upper of a song, even though it's kind of got, a very hit, hitting home message and um, I, I kind of want to know what inspired it, like what inspired the song in, in itself. Well the song was written along with uh, two amazing songwriters uh, which was uh, Carmen Cantu which from, from Cantu Records and um, she's a great songwriter. Her lyrics are amazing, her and I have been working together for a long time Nice. and she kind of started it out kind of like you know her own experience with someone that you know did drugs and then you know I kind of came in and we wrote together and then Jula came in and put that touch of that rap in there and like you know 
that got the got, got a lot of rhythm in the song, got the song moving, and took it to another level, kind of like reggaeton, sort of, you know, and dabbled kind of in there. But yeah. that's where the song came about. It's awesome. I love it. I love it. And um, that's just that's just great. That's great. As far as quarantine, like you asked before, yes. I mean, I've just been trying to stay healthy and trying to stay busy, and like like I said earlier, working on my music. That kept me pretty sane. I mean, it kind of sucked for us as an artist that uh, in the entertainment industry, we all got canceled. I had like 29 gigs canceled. It was my travel gigs. season. Oh, man. It was That's my tour problem. season with Pride. You know, that I do most of the Prides. Yeah. And they got canceled because of, you know, the quarantine. Everybody was on lockdown. This was pretty much a whole pandemic that went globally. So it kind of like killed us in every area. But it's better to stay safe than sorry, and hopefully we'll take care of it. I've been doing my DJ live streams at home, nice. trying to keep people entertained at home when they're going crazy so they can yes. keep dancing and kind of going from opening up my home to yours and, and keeping busy that way. So And also keeping healthy with exercising, skateboarding and nice. you skateboard? you know, kickboxing, yeah, and doing all that other fun stuff that I do. That is fun. That's awesome. Spending time with my parents, taking care of my parents. So yeah, that's important. Very important. Super important. That's, that's awesome. And it is Pride uh, season right now. It's Pride Month, the last couple of days. And I know that you've got something really awesome and big coming up on Hulu. Yes. Um, tomorrow, right? Uh, so, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, I'm sorry. Sunday. The, 20, the 28th. 28th. So everybody check it out, 28th, all right? Um, tell me a little bit about that. Well, um, I got uh, booked for Hulu, which is, Hulu's huge. It's uh, huge. I was, it was what I needed to get a little excited and a little bit of a boost after being in this quarantine and kind of being locked up and, you know, like feeling like I, I couldn't reach out to the crowd more than what I was reaching out to. Because I do have an audience that's global and I've traveled all over to Australia and internationally and everywhere around the world. And going into Hulu is a big reach because it reaches millions. So they have a huge reach and it was it's, a, it's an honor. It's a... For them to have chosen me along with other artists, because very few artists are going to be performing on it, and for me to be, there's only two DJs that are going to be on it, myself oh, wow. and another male DJ, and to be the only female DJ representing on there, uh, I feel like it's a it's a huge responsibility, and I and I'm taking it very like personal that I'm going to make this look great, especially for the 305 for Miami, for Fort Lauderdale, for for Florida in general. She's so. She's got us everybody, I'm, right? I'm taking, them, taking that on my back, so it's got to look good. i got to look good for the crowd. Oh, you're going to kill it, man. And I hope to see it. you there. So it's going to be on uh, Hulu. Uh, all the information is on my Facebook page. I will be keep posting it tomorrow as well to remind you up until Sunday. Sunday the 28th, it starts at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Western Time, West Coast Time, so Pacific Time. So hopefully I'll see you guys there. Support. Yes, definitely. Everybody, check it out. Check it out. Um, and we we were both a part of um, Winwood Pride, which just passed. Yes. Awesome experience. Um, how how was it for you? I mean, I had a lot of fun. Tell me about you. Winwood was a lot of fun. I headlined last year on Sunday uh, as the headlining DJ, and uh, I'm a huge supporter of Winwood Pride. I think it's an innovative pride. Um, they've done a lot. Uh, to innovate things to, for the younger generation, the new generation, which is what we also need to focus on because we have a new generation of LGBT coming along and they're a little more open. I know they have it a lot easier than how we had it when we first came out, but um, there's still a lot uh, to, to do and they're out there like, you know, putting their face out there and stuff like that and I think Winwood is pushing those barriers and, and kind of like getting that local talent out there that needs to be seen as opposed to just focusing on these big 
talent and these big acts. I mean, they're really keeping it with the LGBT community and the allies that are a new generation that are like local and need to be seen. I mean, we have a lot of talent out there that people don't know about that should be seen and should come out. Absolutely. And Winwood Pride totally supports that and I really respect that they do that. Yeah, shout out to Winwood Pride for just keeping it real and, and um, authentic and, you know, fun. And just know? diving into everything. They dive yeah. into music that some of you everything. have never heard before, but a lot of people like. And, you know, you need to let you... You need to have a little bit of everything, not just mainstream. Everybody needs to be heard out there. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So um, tell me a little bit about what it's like to be DJ Citizen Jane, all right? I mean, people really want to know what it's like to be you, what it's like to go through, you know, to get to go on a tour, to, to be on your social, like how many DMs do you get a day, you know, like, People, I'm sure, are blowing you up. You inspire a lot of people because not only are you just DJing, but you're, you're, you know, helping the younger generation. You're putting yourself out there. You're utilizing your fame for good, and right. that's like refreshing. You know, that's nice, and that's what we need. So, what um, what's like, what's it like to be you? You know, like on an, on an average day. I know you're just a person, but that's not what everyone sees. Right. You know? Well, I mean, I love what I do. I always say that uh, when you find something that you love to do, you never work a day in your life. So I don't really see it as a job, even though it is my full-time job. I, I love what I do. I love music. I don't see myself doing anything other than music. Um, I get to, like you said, inspire a lot of people out there. I am fully open as an LGBTQ artist. And I put my word out there to everyone and sh I want to show the generation out there that you could be yourself and always be true to yourself and don't live anybody else's life other than your own and I try to let them know that you could and that you could reach very you know huge heights by just doing that um, it's not always as fun as it looks out there I mean we go through a lot remember we have to like build our sets, every set is different, every audience is different. I have to research whenever I play in every different city and different countries, um, what they like, what they listen to, kind of like, you know, move around my set. Yeah. I don't just take a flash drive and put it on, I play live. I, be, I watch the crowd, I play off the crowd. You cater to your audience. Exactly, and that's, that's what's awesome. gotten me as far as I've gotten in my career, it's just continuing to cater to the audience, to what they like, and staying humble. I mean, you gotta stay humble in this career. The minute you believe the hype or you believe you're better than anybody else, you lost the game. So I always stay humble. I'm just like everybody else out there. I'm just doing what I love and trying to like take it to as far as I can go with it. To, you know, like I said, music brings people together, especially in these times that we're having right now. Yes. That you need music, you need inspiration, you need something to lift you up. And that's what I do when I'm out there. I just try to lift people up. That's my therapy for myself and I share that therapy with everybody else out there. I love that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, what's like one of the craziest things that's happened to you, you know, DJing? Tell the people some fun stories, you know, like, because I know there's been some crazy stuff. I, I personally am just, you know, getting out into the lesbian world and that's why I chose to create Lespot. And, um, I haven't been to Aqua Girl, but I'm sure that you've DJ Aqua Girl. You know, there's some crazy stuff. So, what's a, what's a crazy situation that happened to DJ Citizen Jane? I think my smirk says it all. <laughs> there's some things that I won't say, but uh, that have happened. But I've had a few that I was playing when I used to play at Siren uh, in Score back in the day. Oh wow! With Limbo I Bay. Those places. 
um, eye candy events. Those were some fun times. I remember a girl once going into my DJ booth to try to give me a kiss in the lips and she pretty much pressed the rewind button no. on the CDJs and the song was going backwards. It sounded like the devil had taken over and you know, or the chipmunks or whatever. And I was freaking out because of what was going on. Yeah. She had to be removed by bouncers and, and the whole deal. I knew, I know she was a little drunk, so that had to do with the matter. It's like liquid courage, I guess. Absolutely. But it was crazy and it, it kind of like, you know, got me a little scared because at that moment I needed to put the song back on. I mean, the crowd was dancing and, you know, it was just a little bit of a, and I take my job very professionally. I mean, I open my DJ booth to people. People actually come up to me and, and I do therapy sessions while I'm mixing. You know, they tell me about their lives Guilty. and what's going on. And Guilty. It's and true. I listen to everyone, believe it or not. I listen. I just tell them, hold on a second. I got to mix the next song. And, but, you know, I always have my ear there. I'm always there for the community and whatever you want to talk about. But this time she just got a little, it just got a little crazy. But, I mean, we've had some crazy stuff going on. I mean, just a lot of fun, different things, you know, like things, mishaps that have happened at the moment. And you got to kind of like figure it out. So we're back to Lesbon. Sorry about that. Back to Lesbon. <laughs> um, so, listen, I, I heard a rumor that you're actually on the uh, board of directors for Safe School. Is that true? Absolutely. It's not a rumor. I'm on the board of directors of Safe Schools. I'm super stoked and super honored to do that. That's awesome. Uh, for those that. of you who don't know, the youth is a huge, big deal for me. Um, I am all about the youth. They're the new generation. I believe that they're our future and what we need to invest in and they need us. They really need us. There's a lot of, you know, support that they're needed out there, especially now during the quarantine that a lot of them were locked up and places and, and homes and stuff that they're not, you know, doing well with their parents and they don't have a way to, you know, reach out for support and stuff like that. We want to let them know that we are here, that we are here for them and that, you know, and, and Safe Schools does so much for these kids. And not only in the schools, but outside and, and continuing education and to the teachers and about sensitivity and LGBTQ sensitivity and, nice. and stuff like that. So it's a huge, it's a huge honor to be part of, you know, of the board and to help, you know, those leaders that are already on the board continue to make strides. So tell me, what is Safe Schools? Like, is it just, is it a, it's a, what is it, like an organization that helps? It's an organization that helps, you know, the kids in the schools, within the schools and outside to like, you know, give them support. Uh, we do fundraisers and stuff like that to like do things for them. And it's like I said, you know, there's educational, you know, things that we do for them and things that they can reach out, parents and teachers, and just to, you know, to be in the know and to like continuing to support, you know, these kids as they continue, you know, LGBTQ, obviously. That's amazing. That's and, you know, amazing. we also work with the GSAs, which are the ones that, you know, the allies that help the kids in the schools, okay. you know, anti-bullying and all that different stuff. That's awesome. What would you say is your favorite part of it? My favorite part is just being part of it, just being present and just, you know, I'm up for whatever needs to be done yeah. for them. And uh, I'm there. Like, you know, I, like I said to the board, I'm, whatever they need, I'm there, you know, like I'm, Whatever I have to give them my time, whatever I have to do just to help out, you know, just to like let them know that I'm there and that I'm, you know, and I'm also a role model for them. It's a big responsibility because I'm out there putting my name and, you know, and have to show them that, you know, setting by example of what I do and that they can do the same. And like I said, I feel great to be someone that they could see that I wish I could have seen when I was young and I was coming out and I felt bullied or I felt, you know, like I didn't belong or I didn't have that kind of support and I want them to be to feel like they do have someone at least you know in all of us
Have you been bullied before? Uh, when I first started high school, I was, even though I wasn't out or anything like that. Uh, I had my little look, my tomboyish look. I played sports and I got called queer at the time. I didn't even know what that meant, you know, going yeah. into high school. I went to a private Catholic school. And, but eventually I found my way and I, you know, they got to see me from who I was and, you know, I had a pretty good self-esteem on myself. I've never, you know, I've been weird in my own way, but weird as an artist and, uh, you know, and as a poet and as a writer. Thank God for that. I mean, we, we, we like weird, okay? Weird's a big deal. And I want everybody to know that weird is cool. The weirder you are, the cooler you are. I yes. mean, like, it doesn't make you uncool. So, it's true. you know, I was a nerd, but I was also a little rock star, you know, singer, so with my band, so it didn't matter. You know, being weird just means that you're just unique and that you have something to offer to the world that is not genuine, you know, like, you know, like, like what everybody else has. What would you tell, like, if you were 20 years old, 18 years old, just graduating high school, having a fresh start, knowing that you could either go to school, go to college, you could pursue your passion, you could go to the Peace Corps, you could, you could do fucking anything right now, anything you want. What would you tell yourself and, yeah, just what, what would you tell yourself? I would, I would still go to college. I think that everyone needs some kind of an education, uh, like a little bit of a, you know, a ground, you know, to, you know, to fall back on. And not only that, it helps you with everything in life. Like, I studied psychology. I haven't worked in it, per se, all the way. But, but she has, folks. But she I have. <laughs> I have given my therapy sessions, like I said, in my DJ booth, through music. I mean, through an ear when somebody needs it. I mean, I do it every day. Psychology, for me, has worked for me every day as my own self-therapy, actually. So, you know, it really was something that I, I'm glad I studied. So it's just, you know, pick something that you like and just... Just a core education even, even if you don't get a degree at the end or whatever, right. doesn't matter. Just some core education that will take you to the next level and, you know, to fall back on in case things don't work out in the artistic realm, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's just, true. It's you nice know. to have something to fall back on because you never know, especially like with quarantine, a lot of people lost jobs, a lot of people, you know, who, who were DJs, you know, lost opportunities that, that were, you know, already booked and presented. So it's kind of like... It's kind of good to have like a side hustle or right. something on the you know back back burner to like make sure that you're okay. Right, and we've all done a bunch of stuff before getting to where we've gotten. I mean, it's not an overnight success. How many tattoos do I have? I have 27 tattoos in total. 27 tattoos. Some of them are hidden in places that only some people can see. <laughs> Myself when I'm taking a shower. I don't know. Some people have seen them. <laughs> some people will see them. I don't know. What's, but, uh, your, what's your like most um, memorable tattoo experience from the 27 tattoos? Now, I'm talking about... Some of them I've removed. I don't know. <laughs> I won't count those. That's fair. I won't count those. <laughs> what's your, what was your favorite tattoo and tattoo experience? Um, I can't say I have a favorite one because each one means something to me. I don't just tattoo whatever on my arm. I don't tattoo like... I mean, those of you that do, don't get me wrong, I'm not judging or anything, but no, I, I pretty much, uh, like, every tattoo of mine has a special message. So one of my favorite ones actually is uh, this one that has the, the anatomical heart with the gramophone, which is, totally explains me totally, because my heart is music, so, and that's what I pour out in every which way, so that, I could say that's one of my favorites, personally, but... They all mean something special. They're all like a big deal for me. Yeah. So I mean, they're with me forever. So 
nice. I gotta love them. So. You gotta love them. I love my tattoos. I, it's a self-expression. I mean, some people might look at me the wrong way when I walk in somewhere, and that gives me like, I like that because yeah. I, I like to see that people are like, I don't know, ignorant they're or the book by the cover. Basically. Exactly, they're judging the book by a cover. That's not somebody that I really want to have any kind of relationship with in any way. So yeah. it's kind of cool to see that because off the bat, I see the expression in their face. So, and I love to show them and. I don't have any that are visible when I'm wearing a suit to be professional for anything else, a business meeting or whatever, you really can't see them. True. So I keep my, I keep them to a level where I'm pretty professional. You know, I'm not, they're not anywhere where you can't see them if I go to no a business face meeting. tattoos here, all right? No so I have, both I, bo I have both sides to me, my professional side and my artist side. Nice. <laughs> Love it. Love it. So tell the people, um, what do you do for fun? Like, what aside from music, aside from, you know, singing and um, all that stuff, what do you do for for you, for, for internal fun, makes you happy, that, that instant gratification, kind of fun stuff? I'm actually pretty uh, boring. I, I, <laughs> I think so. People don't think so. I think so. I, I love spending time with my dogs. Yeah. I love spending time with family. I love going to the beach. For me, the beach is so much fun. Even if it's just sitting there reading a book or just being quiet or listening to music, that's my, that's my fun time. Or just, you know, like going somewhere and just having some zen, some silence. I love quiet time. I'm always in the hustle and bustle and the music and the loudness and the clubs and the music festivals, which I love, which is fun for me. But when I'm not doing that, I love quiet. I love peace. I love listening to like, like some like some slow music, yeah. you know, like like Delilah 93.1 nice. radio in my car. That's what I listen to. So, believe it or not, I'm very like into peace and zen and quiet. I'm like I'm not a party animal. You don't catch me in clubs or partying when I'm not doing my job. So, it's very true. it's that I haven't seen. Exactly. I'm just I'm a homebody. I love to be at home. And when I'm not at home, I just love to do things, go out, hang out with my friends, my close-knit friends, and just like just go to a restaurant and laugh or go to each other's houses and have a barbecue, yeah. go out on a boat. I love boating. I love the water. The water is my favorite place. Nice. Nice. We gotta throw a party on the water. Yes. We gotta do it, guys. On a boat. Definitely. On a big fucking yacht. Let's do it. Alright? I think it's, it's important. Um, I want to know what, um, what are you most proud of? You know, you've, you've accomplished a lot. I have known you for over a decade, maybe more than a decade. Um, and I, I forgot that you were in a band, you know, like, I, I don't know if a lot of people, if you're, a lot of your fans even know that you were in a band because it was so long ago. But like, what, you, you've gone from, you know, being a band, being a part of a, like a, a group to transforming to independently being by yourself. And I just want, I mean, that's that's awesome growth, first of all, congratulations Thank for that. You. It's a big deal. Um, what's been, like, the most exciting thing that's happened to you? I mean, accomplishments and stuff like that. Uh, definitely going to Australia. And I never dreamed that, I mean, I never thought I would go to the other side of the world, literally, and perform, uh, and perform there for 45,000 people. I mean, when I wow. got on that riser that... I came up on this, they put you on a riser and I got up on the stage and I looked out there and I saw all those people. I was like, I kind of like took a gasp at first because it was like kind of like overwhelming and then I just jumped into it. I just couldn't believe it. Uh, it was super exciting. I did a whole tour in Australia of two and a half weeks in different places and it was just so much fun. 
uh, just performing in different uh, places in Australia and getting to know a different world and also in Europe, Spain and stuff like that. Um, also winning the Pink Flamingo Award three years in a row. Tell, now tell people uh, what that is. The Pink Flamingo Award is. was an award that was uh, totally for the people. I mean, totally voted on by the people, by the fans. And I won three years in a row, uh, only female, uh, twice nominated, and and it was it was a great feeling because the DJ world is not an easy world for females, and it's not an easy world in the entertainment industry in general and, and everything in general, but especially the DJ world that is a, considered a man's world, where men are really like you know that's who they really take serious as a DJ. It's kind of like a gratification to win those awards against male DJs that are actually there was Grammy nominated DJs that were nominated against me for that award so wow. to win that three years in a row and it was voted by the public solely by the public was a great feeling that I'm actually doing something that people are liking and enjoying and and it was just great it was a great feeling yeah I bet so amazing. you know things like that and my biggest gratification is is how I impact everyone out there the public and how I'm there for them and how I inspire them and getting messages because I love getting DMs from all of you when you tell me wow you made my day or you got me out of a you know a rough situation with what you wrote or what you said or what you did or what you're doing or I'm living vicariously through you or thank you for opening doors for us other DJs have told me that because I love helping other female DJs yes. on the grind and and anybody in the industry that's starting out I love to collaborate I'm all about women sticking together and empowering each other. I'm fully about that. Um, we're all in this together. There is no competition. I mean, there's room for all of us to succeed. And the more female DJs that are out there and succeeding, the better it is for all of us. I mean, the better it is that we're moving up on the ladder and like people are really saying, okay, females can do this. So um, that's a great gratification. So like I said, I, my lines are always open. I always answer everybody back. I might not answer you right away yes. because I'm super busy doing stuff, but I do get to that. I do get to you and I do write back. And, and she really is super busy. I mean, like we had a, we were doing this podcast together and I, I, it was hard for me to reach her and make sure that everything was going to go well. But you know, like it's, she's a busy person. So yeah, I think that it's, it's pretty awesome if you, if you're making the effort to actually right back to every single one of your fans in a timely manner like that's important. I do just like my birthday like I've seen a lot of people that are out there and, and like they're like oh thanks everybody for happy birthday and I'm sorry if I'm saying that to whoever's like hearing this but believe it or not I write back to every single person that wishes me a happy birthday and I try to wish happy birthday to almost everybody on my Facebook if I don't it's because that day I didn't log on or I'm traveling or I'm working and I couldn't get to that birthday but sometimes I even go back and say happy belated birthday but the people that have wished me a happy birthday that took the time to do that I go back personally and thank each and every one of you I don't just put a general post out there because if you took the time to wish me a happy birthday I take the time to say thank you because that's how it works and and it feels good like especially as we're getting older okay at least I can attest for this as I'm getting older when people wish me a happy birthday it's like thank you you know like it's not the same as you were like when when you were 20 and like everyone wishes you a happy birthday it's like people are busy as you get older people are busy they have lives and 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 it's it's really nice to be wished a happy birthday. It, it, it gives me goosebumps because it's like it's not that something that everybody always does, especially as we get older. I think that we kind of don't appreciate life as much as we should 
And I know that, you know, when I'm wishing happy birthday, like, I know that person really took the time ever out of their busy-ass day to be like, oh, shit, let me wish Alex a happy birthday. Right. You know, that's, that's a big deal. And then to know that you're kind enough and you care enough to respond back, it just shows a lot of character, you know, and, and kindness. And at the end of the day, kindness always wins. You know, it never goes out of fashion. Well, I wouldn't be here without the support of everyone out there. Yeah. And I don't call them fans, I call them my friends because I believe that all of you are friends, not fans. So I, I do believe that, you know, like, without your support, without you being there, it's mutual. So it's, it's, I don't think you guys understand that the same way that I feel like I support all of you and you tell me, oh, you supported me with this or whatever, I feel that you guys support me because I also have bad days. I also have days that I'm in the dumps. My mom has Alzheimer's, like I expressed once on, on um, Facebook and Instagram and went public with it, even though my, my private life is very private and I protect it, um, I deal with that on a daily basis with my mom and I believe that sometimes I'm down and out and depressed about it, like we all are, and you guys are there and you guys will say something to me that, or send me a message that lifts me up and I feel the same way, like I, I really need that and I get super excited and I get super happy when I receive a message from any of you or a comment or a like or whatever, yeah. I still get excited, it's not that you guys say, oh, she gets like so many messages or whatever, and she doesn't even get excited. I totally do, and I who totally see excited you. excited about that? Like, who wouldn't, who wouldn't get excited? Some people don't. I totally do. I'm a kid like that. I super get excited. It's like Christmas for me when I get a message. It's like, it's exciting. I, I mean, we all go through our moments. We all need that. So, yeah. And it never bothers me. Like I said, I love receiving it. I'm very open about it. It's not a bother. Keep doing it. Do it more. Yes. I love it. More DMs. More love. <laughs> Um, cheers to that. Cheers to that. And you know, I, I'm I'm sorry to hear about your mom. You know, I know that that's tough. Um, not to harp on it, the subject too much, but you know, for for somebody who's kind of gone through it, do you have any advice for anybody out there that might also be going through it and um, not knowing how to deal with their parents aging and you know the things that happen when it comes to that and having to kind of be strong you have to be really mm -hmm. strong and and know that like you know life is so precious do you, do you have any advice for anybody that might relate to what you're going through? i mean it's kind of hard to give advice like i people have tried to give me advice that are not living through it and it's right. it's really tough i mean it's a personal thing it's personal to me my mom has always been my best friend my mentor my everything so it's kind of hard for me i i it's like a kick in my stomach every day, living through it. I gotta keep on going, and music gets me through it, you guys get me through it. Uh, and I, you know, you gotta be strong, but as strong as you are, and as strong as I am, and as positive as I am, there's days that I wake up that I'm like, oh my God, like it's just so hard to deal with, you know? It's like, and, I'm, and I've been with them now, and taking care of them now full time, and you know, especially through quarantine and everything, that it's just, it's overwhelming, and, and it's, it's hard to see the person deteriorating in front of your eyes, and sometimes they recognize you, sometimes an hour later they knew who you were, but then they don't know who you are. And then it's, it's, it's just very hard. It's a very hard, it's a very tough disease. Um, I, I totally like, I'm sorry to everybody that's out there dealing with it, with a, with a family member. I've had a lot of people reach out to me after, the, after I expressed to everyone what I was going through that have been there and said, I'm here to talk to you. And I totally am thankful for that. And I will yeah. definitely reach out when I need to. Um, I've even seeked to go see a therapist about it because, you know, to kind of like an outlet because you need it. I mean, yeah. 
going to a therapist is normal. It's, it's super normal. It's super normal. If you're not going to one, I think. And if you don't have a person because you don't have the money or insurance, uh, I believe Barry University offers. Not Barry University. I'm sorry. Nova University offers uh, therapists. You know, at like oh, like a super fast. economical rate uh, that you can go to. And you know, it's it's just a fantastic thing to do. Yeah. A great outlet. Don't struggle with it on your own. Don't struggle with anything on your own. Always reach out to either a friend, and if you don't feel comfortable reaching out to a friend, then absolutely go see a therapist. I've never believed in it, even though I study psychology, and now I totally like endorse it and believe it because yeah. it's helped me so much through this whole process. That's awesome. That's really great. Thank you for sharing that. Thanks for sharing that. And mental health is super important. Mental and health is beyond important. There's I'm very kids like out there that are that are struggling. I mean, we can talk about it right now. You know, the LGBT youth, the LGBTQ youth, um, <clears throat> has struggled with lots of suicide, lots of self harm, cutting, you know, burning themselves, and not just drug addiction, but like not wanting to live through it. Right. Um, so I think that it's important to really, you know, talk about things, talk, bring things to light, because if you don't talk about things, we'll never be able to understand. And um, something that I kind of want to talk about, you know, kind of before we, we end is um, I've gotten a lot of messages on um, Les Miami about especially now with what's going on um, politically, you know, a lot of uh, African-American women feel excluded within the LGBTQ community. And, um, and I, I don't know how to change that unless I just bring it up, mm -hmm. you know? I'm not an African-American woman. I, I only know what it's like to be a minority for, from like a certain perspective, you know? I don't know exactly what it's like to be that and I just think that um, I want I want people to know that everybody's loved, you know, everybody's appreciated who they are. And, you know, those that treat you poorly or, or like shit, you know, they don't matter. Those people at the end of the day shouldn't matter in five minutes or in five years. And um, I just, I kind of wanted your feedback, you know, because that's something that I've gotten a lot of feedback from is that they just, you know, don't feel as included and I think that it's probably you know depends on the personality everybody's got a different personality some people are more outgoing than others but what, what's your take on that um, I believe that racism exists in every realm and aspect whether it's the LGBT community or the straight community or anything um, and it's awful it's an it's awful it's disgusting um, I think it needs to end uh, altogether, um, not only with the black community, but with the transgender community, within our own LGBTQ community. Yes. I've seen um, people being biased, people being prejudiced about it, people being, ex you know, excluding people from things. Um, when I created Hialeah Pride, I created it with a big purpose of including everyone, including everyone in there, whether it's African-American artist, transgender artist, straight, gay, bisexual, everything. I wanted everyone to perform on the stage and have an opportunity. I met with a transgender community to see what their needs were because I felt like they were being excluded from the community. Right. And I wanted to make them feel included because we all need to feel included. We all need to be, just like a post that I posted today, we all need to practice the language of kindness. I think that everybody needs to be kind to each other. I think that 
the not being kind and being judgmental and, and stuff like that needs to end. And racism totally needs to end. I mean, what is wrong, people? I mean, we're all the same. Yes. It doesn't matter color or gender. I think, I think we all need to be like music. Music has no gender, has no color, has no sex. Like, it's just, like, you know, like, has no sexual preference. It's just music. We all need to be like that and be in harmony and just be in peace and be together. I mean, we all have our differences. I mean, but it's, it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it doesn't matter what, you know, other than being human, we're all one human family. So I, I totally am against racism. I don't condone it. Um, I am so, like, like, I'm baffled sometimes when I still hear that all these things are going on. And especially within our community, I'm baffled because we need to stick together as yeah, a community. So, you know, that's my take on this. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's, it's um, you know, I just, I want people to know that it's being brought to light and that, you know, the only thing that we can do about it is continue to talk about it. And that's why mental health is so important because without talking about things, you know, we wouldn't grow, we wouldn't get we wouldn't have other perspectives of life and um i think that's super important it really is it goes back to educating yourself and it goes back to listening to people and listening to their needs and and, and like just reading about it if you don't know about something just read about it like you have google you have different ways and educate yourself on everything or ask somebody you know what what's going on in their life and just like i said be kind to people like you don't know what's going on in a person's day and just a smile or an act of kindness can can help that person out. Really, it can. Just like something bad can trigger that person, or you treating that person in a certain way when they're having a bad day can just trigger that person to something bad. So it yeah. just goes both ways. Just try to be kind to everyone. Kindness is key. And it's free. Kindness is free. It doesn't it doesn't free. take away from you. Yes, it really is free. All right. Um, well, this has been an awesome show. I really really enjoyed having you on here. Did um, we have any questions from that they, um, people asked or? Or you well, went through people, them? Well, people, I mean, people want to know if you're single. That's been actually a consistent question. I'm not single, people. <laughs> it's a rumor I'm not single. single. Okay. <laughs> well, um, we, I, I wanted to know, um, sorry, I'm having a um, Where is that you'll be performing next? Right now, we're just doing live streams. I am booked for New Orleans Pride, which is so far still taking place. That's awesome. In July. Um, Okay. It's, I believe, the last week of July, so hopefully things will be a little bit better. I know it will be at a half capacity. Um, I'm also booked for North Carolina Pride uh, party, nice. official party, so I will be there. That's in August. And you're I mean, in Texas too, right? Um, I believe that's still like hanging on. Okay. Um, and also Girls in Wonderland in October yes. still, and Hialeah Pride is still... We're preparing something pretty cool. It's still in the works. We're trying to make sure it's safe and uh, for everyone. Like I said, it's going to be at limited capacity and everything like that. But that's still in the works. Um, super excited. I mean, whatever happens, we're still going to keep Hialeah Pride do something. Whether it's you know what we're planning, which hopefully it does happen, which I don't want to talk much about it till it happens. Okay. I will keep you updated. <laughs> and if not, we'll do something Surprise. virtually. But we're still coming on strong. We're still doing something for all of you. So. Very you know, nice. but like I said, everything has to be done with safety measures. I'm taking care of myself. Please, this is very important. Wear the mask, guys. You need to wear your mask. Yes. I took off my mask just because we're in this space right here away from people. Like I said, I sprayed Alex down. Alex has been pretty much in quarantine, yep. taking care of herself as well. So have I. I've been locked up, I'm not going anywhere because I'm taking care of my parents. So I just came out to do this for you guys. And um, But 
I've been with my mask on up until the interview started, and I great. I continue to wear it. I know it's it's not comfortable, but hey, you gotta wear it. You gotta wear it. And if, if you don't want to wear an uncool one, then get cool ones. You know, like I have my Frida Kahlo one. I have a few different ones from different one from different people that have semi masks, different designers, and I've been wearing them. I've been supporting them. Um, Sparkle Jewelers has also sent me, like I was saying last time, these Pride uh, bracelets. They make all kinds of bracelets, so oh, nice. Sparkle Jewelers. So kick, you know, hit them up. I will put all your information again on Instagram. Yes, and we'll put everything. All the masks, all the different well. things. So just please wear your mask. It's very important. Stay safe. Don't do anything crazy. It's not worth it. We will have time to party. We will have time to hang out with each other again. Just don't go crazy doing crazy stuff right now. Keep your distance. Wash your hands. Antibacterial. Just do everything right. And be kind. And be kind. be kind. That's the most important thing I can tell all of you. Be kind. That's my motto. Be humble. Yes. We're all the same. We're yeah. all the same in this we place. We're all right. equal. We're one human family. Awesome. And stop racism. And Black Lives Matter. They do. They do. All lives matter. All lives matter, but you know, right now we're dealing with that issue and let's yes. take care of that. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. We're gonna say goodbye to, to YouTube. Thank you. Thank you guys. I had a great time. And please continue following Les Pod. Alex is awesome. She's got more interviews, more things going on. You know where I'm at, DJ Citizen Jane, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, three you know Facebook pages. Just follow me and follow what I'm doing. Are you on the TikTok? I haven't done TikTok yet. I haven't gotten into that. Hopefully I will soon and have some fun with that. I haven't had the time to do that, believe it or not. Maybe once I'm done with my recording and my EP stuff, I. I'll head on to TikTok, but yeah, you gotta hit that TikTok. But definitely check out my song if you haven't done so already. Yes. Like her, like her. It's Cantu Records. Song. Shout out to awesome Carmen song. Cantu, Jula, and you know it's gonna be great. Also, Rescue Me with DJ Tommy Love, which I released last year. Check it out too. It's a great message. Check out the video on YouTube on DJ Citizen Jane and Spotify and iTunes. Thank you guys. Stay safe out there. Please practice safety measures. Love you guys.